This is Brain Diet, episode number 125. I love so much focusing on the food we feed our body, but I love even more focusing on the stuff we feed our brain. My name is Taylor Ann Macy, and I am a certified life coach. Welcome to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain the best information. What's up, everybody? How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here, for being great and showing up to this episode. We are talking about trade-offs in your health. That's the title of today's episode, Trade-Offs in Your Health. We are just coming off of a fabulous vacation, which by the way, if you hear my children in the background, if you hear Zelda, the video game in the background, that's just them playing with my husband. He took today off. We got in late last night and we've just been so happy to be together and the kids are just playing with him and they're having so much fun. And that means that I'm recording in a different space. And so it is likely that you'll hear their noises in the background. So be patient with me as you listen to my life in the background. This vacation that we just went on was so fun. It was something that I've never done before. We did an all-inclusive resort on the beach and it was amazing. And it was really interesting to see how like the speed of my life slowed to an almost dead standstill. (laughs) And I wouldn't, I don't consider myself busy. I don't consider myself overwhelmed. I love my life. I love how I spend my time. But it is really interesting to put yourself into that space and to kind of see that decompression begin even to the point where, and especially at these all-inclusive resorts, they make everything so easy for you and just so effortless that it got to a point where even just looking at a flight of stairs, I'd be like, do I want to do that? I don't know if I want to go walk up. (laughs) Just even walking up a flight of stairs was like too much work. (laughs) Come do this for me, please, someone. I don't want to walk up these stairs. No, just kidding. But it was really fun to see how that was so stark, such a stark contrast to my life and so beneficial in so many ways. I really believe that. I think that it was very needed and we had so much fun. That being said, we, yes, benefited so greatly from this vacation, but there were some drastic trade-offs to going. And as we weighed whether or not to go, I knew there would be trade-offs. There would be drawbacks to the benefits that we wanted from this vacation. We would enjoy ourselves immensely, but the drawback, the trade-off, would mean a lot of planning for the kids and everything else. It would mean condensing a lot of work to before we leave and after we come home, because being an entrepreneur and owner of a business many of the things in my business, if I don't do it, no one does. And so that means that when I take time off, everything that I normally do has to be put somewhere else in my schedule. But again, this is just one of the trade-offs, one of the drawbacks that we have to consider, that we considered before we planned this trip. And we all have these. When we plan a vacation, there are drawbacks, there are trade-offs to going. So in our case for this vacation, we waited out, we decided, 
are we willing to give something up in exchange for the benefits that we were looking for, that we were seeking from this vacation? And so for me, I was willing to give up some free time in the week leading up to the vacation and work extra hard for the sake of the benefit that I knew this vacation would bring for me. I was willing to embrace the trade-off of work being a bit more difficult, a bit more intense for a few days before and a few days after for the sake of the enjoyment, of the relaxation, of all of the benefits that I knew we would get from this vacation. With most vacations, I would say this is an easier choice for me to make. I'm willing to embrace trade-offs that come with enjoying myself and taking time off work. And that is just because I believe that certain vacations are essential for so many reasons. And so that makes it really easy to choose the difficult part in addition to the amazing part. With other things, I'm not as willing to choose trade-offs. For example, a couple of weeks ago, my sister-in-law invited the kids and me to go see a movie one afternoon. And it was a movie that we had wanted to see all together. And I thought it would be so fun for the cousins to get together and all that. However, that afternoon, I was doing just back-end work in my business. So I wasn't seeing clients, but I was working. So if you were to think about it, I could have taken all of that work and moved it. I, I could have gone to this movie. It was a very realistic option for me. It was a realistic choice. But when I looked at, okay, here is the benefit that we would get. Is this enjoyment, time with our family, time with cousins, a movie that we wanted to see together. The trade-off to that is that I might have had to work late that night, or maybe my work would have bled over into the next day when I was seeing clients, or maybe, yeah, I would have given up sleep or something like that. To me, as I waited out, I wasn't willing to choose the trade-offs. I wasn't willing to choose the option of staying up late for the sake of benefiting now from hanging out with family. Now, this is just a singular example, and this is what we do every single day as we are faced with choices, whether it's to see a movie, whether it's to go on a big vacation, it doesn't really matter. But with every choice we are faced with, if I choose this, there are going to be trade-offs. Am I willing to choose both the benefit of the choice as well as what I would give up in exchange for it? A good example of this is Southwest Airlines. If you've ever flown them before, they do things a little bit differently than other airlines. And as I was learning about them, their philosophy when they began was different than other airlines. Southwest was deliberately choosing certain trade-offs for the sake of certain benefits. For example, they do not offer in-flight food service. That was what they were giving up in exchange for the benefit of a cheaper ticket. Now this trade-off appealed to a very specific consumer base. There were people that would say, actually, you know what? I'm willing to give up having food on a flight for the sake of a cheaper ticket. Southwest also has a singular type of aircraft. Is that the word I should use? Like they, well, they only have one kind of airplane. That's the only type they use. And so that limits their possibilities that limits their reach where they can go how many passengers they can hold and so that is what they are giving up but the benefit is that the, the, that they offer is these 
planes only go from one point to one point. I think they call it point to point flights. You go directly to your destination as opposed to making stops, having layovers, switching planes, right? Like if I, I'm in Utah and if I wanted to fly to Europe, I would have to fly to probably New York and then I would have to change planes and get on a bigger plane and then fly to Europe. And that would be okay. With Southwest, I don't know that I would be able to fly directly from Salt Lake to Europe. But the trade-off is that if I did want to go somewhere, I could go somewhere closer and not have a layover. Anyway, the point is this airline was making deliberate choices in trade-offs and they were giving up a lot of things that other airlines insisted upon having. Other airlines, in fact, saw that people were intrigued and found this desirable that they were making these decisions. However, once these airlines were like, wait, maybe we should try what they're doing and give up this in exchange for this and give up this other thing in exchange for this other thing. But their consumer base was already established for how they ran their airline, you know, Delta JetBlue, for example. And so for them, if they were to choose something similar to Southwest, the trade-off would have been too large because the what they would have given up is an already well-established consumer base. And I thought that was really interesting because even, I think this really is a business principle of trade-offs that when you are looking at how to build a business, you are making choices of how to do things and giving up certain things by making those choices. This is not just applicable in business. This is what we are doing every day in our life. But I think what happens is when we look at it from a business perspective, we can see it with a little bit more neutrality. We can be like, oh, okay, well, you know what? Yeah, we are going to give up this in exchange for this. You know, no food in flight, but cheaper ticket for people. And it's not as dramatic. But with our own choices, there can be a little bit more noise in our minds that can make it more difficult. And that's what I wanted to address today. We have choices every single day, albeit probably smaller than where in the world and how to fly planes. But we make choices every day that affect our health. And every choice that we make has trade-offs. Now, just because you make a choice and it has a trade-off doesn't mean that you are bound to that choice and bound to that trade-off. It's very minimal. But choices made over time consistently that have a certain trade-off will accumulate in their effect in the long term. So when we aren't consciously making these choices with their inherent trade-offs, then the world somewhat chooses for us. And I want to give you an example. Let's say we had two choices. Let's say our choices were to not eat something or to eat something. So let's say we're at a party and these were our choices. We are presented with some type of dessert and we have a choice. Not eat the thing in that moment or eat the thing in that moment. Choice number one would mean you would give up you would give up the enjoyment now. You would give up feeling good now in exchange for feeling better tomorrow. Choice number 2 is the opposite. If we were to eat something now, we would get the benefit of feeling good now, but the trade-off would be that we would feel worse tomorrow. So when faced with these two choices, you have a decision to make. But by refusing to choose not to eat, you are actually choosing to eat. 
Not because you actually or actively want it, but by default. So listen to that again. If choice number one is to not eat something and choice number two is to eat something, if you refuse to choose choice number one to not eat something, you are by default choosing choice number two, which is to eat the thing. And again, not because you actually want it, but just because you aren't willing to choose intentionally not to eat it and its applicable trade-offs. I think we do this, we avoid choosing in the moment because we don't want the trade-off of either choice. We want the benefit of both choices and we want no trade-offs whatsoever. But in not choosing, in not deciding either in the moment or ahead of time, you already have made your choice. And that default choice moves you in a direction. So this is what I mean, is that if you are consciously or if you are not consciously choosing, if you are just saying, I'm not going to make a choice because I don't want those trade-offs, you are in fact already making a choice. And that over time will compound and move you in a direction. If you never choose choice number one to not eat something, then you are always choosing by default choice number two, which is to eat something. Now, I'm not saying choice number one or choice number two is right or wrong, but I just want you to think how when you aren't consciously choosing, you are still choosing and you are going to have the trade-offs whether you consciously choose or don't. We have the gift of choice. We have the ability to choose, yet we give it away by not choosing. And we lie to ourselves by saying, I just don't, I don't want to have to choose because I know there will be trade-offs to either choice. So we think if I don't choose, then I won't have to deal with the trade-offs, but that's not true. When you don't choose, you are making the other choice. And if you are making the other choice, you are thereby choosing the other trade-offs. Let's do another example. Choice number one, not sleeping in. Choice number two, sleeping in. So choice number one, not to sleep in, means that you are giving up sleep in exchange for the opportunity to get more done, in exchange for time to set the tone of your day. So the benefit is what I just said. Trade-off is giving up sleep, being tired. Choice number two, sleeping in, you get the benefit of perhaps more rest, but the trade-off is maybe you're behind in your day, maybe you don't get as much done. Those are our two choices. If you refuse to choose ahead of time, not sleep in, then you have made your choice. If you won't decide on purpose, you know what, I'm choosing tomorrow to not sleep in. If you won't make that choice, then you are already having chosen choice number two, which is to sleep in. You have taken away your power to create your life on purpose by not choosing. Not to mention the fact that the default choice not being made consciously prevents us from benefiting from it. For example, if you won't choose the option number one to not sleep in, you are by default choosing option number two to sleep in. But then what happens is when you're not consciously choosing option number two to sleep in, then 
you don't plan for it. You don't get a really benefit from it. Your mind starts to beat yourself up like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. I should have, right? Like there's all the mental noise about it. And so you don't even get to really benefit from sleeping in because you didn't really consciously make that choice enough to benefit from it. For example, too, like if I had not really chosen to go on vacation, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I want to go, but you know, if I didn't make a choice, but then I went the whole time I would have been like, oh my gosh, there's so much work I need to do. There's so much more I could be doing. Why am I here? I wouldn't have gotten to benefit from the vacation because I would have been thinking about all the things that were getting in the way that weren't working. But by consciously choosing, I'm choosing this vacation. I'm choosing the trade-off of coming home and having to do a little bit more work. That meant that the entire week that we were there, I knew I didn't have to think about work. And that made the relaxation so much more because I was consciously choosing the trade-off and had thought ahead about it. Same thing goes with food. Instead of eating something and really enjoying it, I'm choosing to eat this. I'm choosing to not beat myself up over this. I'm choosing to be present with this and not just to eat it because it's been put in front of me. Instead of that, you're eating it all while telling yourself, oh, I shouldn't. I shouldn't have another bite. Oh my gosh, this is so terrible. And then, you know, the next day you're like, that was so dumb. Why did I eat that? We have all the drama about it because we didn't make a conscious choice. The trade-offs of not choosing are more impactful than the trade-offs of a specific choice. When you make a choice and choose trade-offs of a decision deliberately, that is much easier, much more impactful in creating the life that you want than if you were to not choose. And I said the trade-offs of not choosing are more impactful negatively. If you just decide to not choose, if you never make choices, if you just kind of let those choices be made for you and make them by default by not choosing, then it puts your life in a direction without consciousness, without deliberation, without intention. And you will create an entire life based on default choices that you didn't even make. When you choose consciously trade-offs, you are in control. I'm choosing the negative end of this. I'm choosing what the crappy part of this is going to be. When you do that, you are in control. But with the other, when you are not choosing and just letting your choices happen by default, you are at the mercy of something outside of you. When you are choosing to eat or not eat, when you are choosing to exercise or not exercise or sleep in or not sleep in, do so consciously so that you can embrace your choice and accept the trade-offs and have a plan moving forward versus making a default choice and not being in control of the direction of your life. There are trade-offs to every choice and that doesn't make it a bad choice. That just makes it a conscious one to say, oh yes, I can see that if I eat this now, I might not feel great tomorrow, but I'm willing to make that choice and to own it. And I will not for one second beat myself up over it. Because then you get to enjoy what it is that you're eating and then tomorrow you just move on with your life instead of allowing that default choice just to keep happening and happening. So when you can go into any decision, whether it's a bite of food or a massive vacation, with eyes wide open to the trade-offs, it makes navigating the trade-offs so much easier. Like for me with this vacation, instead of being like, oh, this is going to be so hard. I'm going to have to work. So how am I going to figure this out? I can't figure this out. This is going to be too difficult. What am I going to do beforehand? And what am I going to do after? And how am I going to make sure that I have enough time? And how am I going to get everything done with all that I have to do, right? Like there's just so much noise that could potentially happen. But instead of that, I looked at what I needed to do and just saw it like 
a puzzle, like a math equation where I was like, okay, I can see that I want to do this. And I can see that, yes, it's definitely going to be a little bit harder in these areas for me, but that's okay. I'm 100% willing for it to be a little bit more difficult, for it to be kind of tricky and a little bit of a, a puzzle to have to figure out. And then once I was approaching it with that mentality, it made it not so bad because I'm like, yeah, I chose this. Yeah, this is hard. And that's okay because I chose this. I know that this trade-off is going to make the benefit that I'm getting from this vacation so worth it. When you can accept every choice has a trade-off, you stop waiting for the choice that doesn't have a trade-off because it always will. And I think what happens is when we avoid choosing whether to take the bite or whether to not, we want the golden option. We just expect it to work out perfectly. We expect us not to have any part of it be hard. We just want essentially to have our cake and eat it too. We want it to be easy. We want to enjoy it. And we don't want to have any difficult end of it. And that's what gets us into trouble is because with every choice, you have a trade-off. And if you're not willing to see that, you're going to have a lot of mental drama when that inevitable trade-off comes. So when you can accept trade-offs in every choice, it makes choosing it so much less painful. And it makes choosing it easier to be like, I know it's going to be hard either way. So what version of the hard do I want? Do I want the hard of not going on vacation and maybe not getting the relaxation? Or do I want the hard of figuring out how to make my work fit before and after I get home? Make decisions knowing there are always trade-offs and consider what they are. You get to choose the trade-offs of any decision that you want on purpose. And it doesn't mean that there is a right choice or a wrong choice. It just means that there are choices and you get to consciously make them and choose the good and then the bad, the benefit, and then the trade-off and take ownership over that and control the direction of your life. That's you using your power as a human to decide as opposed to just giving it away and not choosing, but thereby choosing a default choice that you might not ultimately want. So make your choices deliberately and know that trade-offs are okay and you can choose them and it makes them a lot easier when you're saying, oh no, I wanted this, I chose this and I'm willing to face this difficulty for the benefit of whatever it is that I want. That's all I have for you, everybody. Thank you so much for listening and I will talk to you next week. Are you ready to lose weight, but you don't know where to start? I have something for free that can help. Here at Brain Diet, I offer a free set your custom macros call. On this call, I'll want to know what your goals are and set you on the nutritional path to achieving them. This is a private call with me where I get all the information about you and your body so I can deliver a custom calorie and macronutrient count that when implemented will lead to weight loss in a kind and nourishing way. And if you're ready to hire a coach to walk you through every step of your weight loss journey, I'll tell you everything you need to know about that too. So if it's your time to start losing weight in a sustainable, healthy, and nourishing way, sign up for this free set your custom macro call at the link in the show notes. I'll see you soon. Thank you.